Hello, friends. There's lots of interesting things coming up in the Stoic Coffee community, so make sure that you sign up for my newsletter on my website at stoic.coffee. You can also follow me on Twitter at stoiccoffee and on Instagram at stoic.coffee, and you can find my LinkedIn page by searching for Stoic Coffee Break on LinkedIn. Now, I also wanted to let you know that I'm starting a mastermind for tech entrepreneurs as the world of tech is accelerating, and I've had people reaching out to me for a group grounded in Stoic principles. I'll be your facilitator as we tackle some of the big questions in tech using the tools of Stoicism. I have a few spots left for senior tech entrepreneurs and decision makers to join me for a one-hour bi-weekly session. I'll be interviewing candidates to form a tight group for the first cohort of five people, plus myself. Now, if you're interested in joining this, please reach out to me at masterminds at stoic.coffee. Now, again, that's masterminds at stoic.coffee. Thanks again, and thank you so much for listening to the podcast, and I appreciate your support. Hello, friends. My name is Eric Cloward, and welcome to the Stoic Coffee Break. Today's episode is called Circumstances and Choices. So one of the core tenets of Stoicism is understanding the things that we control and the things we cannot control. And I know that I've talked about it on this podcast before because it is such a core element, but today I want to discuss this a little bit more in depth. Epictetus said, some things are within our power while others are not. Within our power are our opinion, motivation, desire, aversion, and in a word, whatever is of our own doing. Not within our power are our body, our property, reputation, office, and in a word, whatever is not of our own doing. So first I want to focus on the things that we don't have control over. So going off of what Epictetus listed here, let's talk about property. Now our property is anything that we own, and we really don't have control over what happens to our things. For example, an earthquake or a fire or a flood could ruin our home, or somebody could crash into our car, or somebody could steal our computer or our jewelry or our money. Next, what he has listed is our reputation, or namely, what other people think of us. And this is a hard one for us because we generally want to be liked by other people, and to some extent, we're driven by what others think of us. But simply put, we have absolutely no control over what other people think of us. They can think whatever they want, and we may not like it, but there's not much we can do about it. Now, as an aside to this point, since we can't control what other people think, this also means that we cannot control other people. Since other people's moods and actions are driven by how they think, and we cannot control what they think, we can't control other people. Now, when Epictetus talks about our office, or our position in life, and this includes things like the circumstances of our birth, For example, we can't control if we were born white or black or Finnish or Filipino. We can't control the nation that we were born in. We can't control if we are born into a wealthy family or a poor family. These are all things that are just pure luck. And along with our office or position in life, this includes aspects of our career or maybe political power. For example, we can choose our career, but how successful we are in our career is not up to us. 
we can work hard and make the best choices we can. But often we just get promoted because somebody else made that choice. And we may choose to run for a political office, but we get elected to an office simply because other people voted for us. And probably the most surprising thing on the list that Epictetus has there is that we don't control our body. Now you might think, well, no, I do have control over my body. But when you stop and think about it, can you stop your body from breaking down? Can you stop your body from getting sick? And can you make an illness stop? No, you can't. And as troubling as that is to kind of accept, we have very limited control over so many things in our lives. So now that I've clarified some of the things that are outside of our control, let's dive into what we do have control over. Epictetus tells us that we can control how and what we think. Now let's take each of these things that he mentions and dissect it. First, our opinions. Opinions are judgments about people and events. These are the beliefs that we hold on the world, and these are formed by our experience, our knowledge, what other people have told us, and our own biases and superstitions. These are the things that we think of as true in the world, and in a sense, they are true for us. Motivations are the reasons and the meanings that we give to things, or why we think things happen the way that they do. When we make assumptions about why people do things, we're ascribing motivations to them. This is, of course, just our opinion about why we think they're doing something, but it's something that's really important to understand. Now, desires are the things that we want, such as material things, our career, personal pursuits, and growth. These are our own motivations, and this is the why behind the things that we do. Now, kind of on the flip side of that are aversions, and these are the things that we avoid, they're the things we do not like, and maybe even things that we hate. This is the why or the motivation behind the things we try to avoid or will not do. All of these things that Epictetus has laid out for us influence our thinking, and they are integral parts to our whole thought process. And to each of these aspects are so important to understand because how we think is the key to the choices that we make and the actions that we take. So let's talk about choices. When it comes down to it, our thoughts and our choices are really the only things that we have control over. Everything else is outside of our control. And I mean everything. And when you look at everything as either a circumstance or something external or as a choice, it becomes much easier to see what our options are in any situation. When we can clearly understand what our options are, it is much easier to make a choice. And those choices lead to actions which lead to the results that we get in our lives. Now, we may not have many options, and we may not like our options. They may completely suck. But the better we are clearly recognizing our options, the more willing we are to make choices. And the more choices we make, the better we get at making choices. Now, shifting to this way of thinking is not easy. From my own experience, most of us go through life thinking that we have a lot more control over what happens to us. But when we recognize that we have very little control over what happens to us in life, this can be really scary for a lot of people, or it can be absolutely liberating for others. Because when you think about it, the less that we have control over, the more we can focus on the things that we do have control over. We can focus on understanding how we think. We can examine our opinions. We can see if the beliefs about things that we are holding are holding us back or influencing us in a way that is detrimental. And we can stop wasting energy on things that we don't control. 
the most important thing that we can do each day is to practice seeing what our options are and making choices. So I'm going to throw a little bit of a monkey wrench in there. So Neil Peart, the drummer and lyricist of Rush, said, if you choose not to decide, you still have made a choice. And I want to talk about this because this is something that is really, really important when it comes to choices, that it's okay to decide not to make a choice. Sometimes we don't have enough information or we feel overwhelmed by too much information. Sometimes it's a choice that is not worth our time. For example, Steve Jobs and Barack Obama both simplified their wardrobe so they did not have to spend time making choices that they felt were unimportant. They felt that their energy for their minds could be used much more productively if they were only making the choices that they absolutely had to to get through the day and to accomplish the goals that they wanted. And you can do the same. Choosing to not make a choice or to delay a choice is still making a choice. But by making it intentional, you are exerting control over your life. The next thing I want to talk about is influence. Now, many of the things that we cannot control, we may think that we have influence over. But I want to caution you about this way of thinking. Personally, I think that we should view things as either circumstances, meaning things that we can't control, or choices, things that we can control. Now, why is it important to get rid of this gray area? Because believing that you have influence over something is a really messy area that can lead to a lot of poor choices. Influencing something is not an action. It's just a perception. You can't choose to influence somebody or a situation. You can, however, make a choice and take an action, and the result of that action may or may not influence somebody or influence an outcome of a situation. And influence is also something that's very difficult, if not impossible, to measure. When you think you have influence over something, you think you have some semblance of control over it. By keeping things clearly in the categories of things you do have control over and things that you do not have control over, you're able to think more clearly and you don't fall victim to hubris in thinking you have influence over something that you actually don't. So how do we become better at seeing our options and making choices? Well, I plan on making an episode about how to make better choices in the future so that I can give it the focus that it needs. But in the meantime, taking some time each day to write down your options when it comes to a decision is a good place to start. You can also examine the choices that you make each day and eliminate some of them that are not that important. Clearly seeing things that we do and do not have control over is a skill that can impact every aspect of our lives. In fact, I think it's probably the most important thing that can help us in making better decisions in our lives. It can definitely help lower our stress, and it can help us make better and faster decisions. It can save us energy by focusing on the important things in our lives and letting go of the rest. And that's today's episode of Stoic Coffee Break. As always, be good to yourselves, be good to others, and thanks for listening. Hey friends, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you like what you hear, I would really appreciate if you could help support me by making a pledge on Patreon. You can find me at patreon.com stoiccoffee. Even just a small amount helps in keeping this podcast going. 
Also, head on over to my website at www.stoic.coffee and sign up for our weekly newsletter. And lastly, if you know someone that might like or could benefit from this podcast, please share it with them. Word of mouth is one of the best ways to help this podcast grow. Thanks again for listening.